0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with those in detention, and people who can't pay attention. That's right, we're out here for all our neuroatypicals. Shout out to all our ADHDs. Let's go. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap Facts. No. Cap. No cap. Facts. No. Cap.
1: No cap. How do you feel about referring to a group of people as neuroatypicals? Oh, uh, is that rude? <laughs> it seems rude to me, I don't know. It sounds like saying like all our blacks instead of just saying all of our black fans. <laughs> 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 the blacks, the gays, the women, they love us. Yeah, damn, you were... Uh... So last week, we
0: had uh, Phil on the episode. And Louis. We had two people. And, and Louis Armstrong. And, you know, I was listening back during the edit, and I was like, you know what? Think about Louis. is like, with how culture is nowadays, with how woke is, he couldn't have made some of his great songs, you know, because it's like the uh, colorblind demographic would have come right at him for I See Trees of Green, Red Roses, too. He would have been canceled day one. He would have been canceled out the gate.
1: I mean, he picked the two quintessential colorblind colors, so that that seems intentional at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Shit, I need I to think I don't think, think I'm going to have, have Louis over up.
0: anymore. We were becoming really? fast friends, but...
1: Well, also because he made a mess when he was over at your place, didn't he? <laughs> Did he? No, it's just... I was, gonna, I was trying to improvise <laughs> it. Oh, improv- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were referencing a
1: specific thing we talked about. No. So you're canceling your friend Louie? I'm canceling my good friend Louie. So he's not coming back on pod? Also, did you know he went to jail? Yeah, for nine days. We talked about that. I'm going to be friends with a criminal? Interesting take. I would be friends with someone who was uh, incarcerated. I don't think the law equals morality.
0: I think it does. I think it's one-to-one.
1: Okay. Uh, Breaking news. Paul agrees with arresting the Palestine protesters in New York. (laughs) Is
0: that a law?
1: (laughs) Yeah. How how else do you arrest somebody? What other mechanism would you use to arrest somebody? <laughs> no one gets arrested for breaking Hammurabi's code. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on? How's your week been? Uh pretty uneventful, pretty uneventful. Getting a little bit of work done, hanging around, um Yeah, doing a little cat sitting right now, wrapping it up. It would be very awkward, but there is a slight chance that Pierce and Nicole get home while we're recording. So if so, I'll just bring them on for the third segment. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the only other thing that happened was I was supposed to see my little baby boy Marshall, but he was sick. So Spencer and I uh, just got dinner together last night and went to a Cuban restaurant. This is what always happens. They get a girlfriend and then they're sick. Yeah, they got explosive diarrhea or whatever they're talking about. (laughs) Um, him and Martha were ends. going on a
0: cute little picnic. He wasn't thick, that fucking liar.
1: No, you know that is one thing about this week is that it's been very dreary over here. It's it's very rainy, which is what I was. They told were the going on were like, a dreary little picnic. Yeah, ooh, like a sickly Victorian boy. <laughs> um, but no, I got Cuban food with Spencer. It was really good. Spencer is a fucking garbage can he like ordered we ordered an appetizer to share and he also got an appetizer for himself and then also got a meal and then also ate like half of my meal (laughs) um but it was a good time i will say uh lola's lounge in sacramento pretty overpriced but good very good if you're looking for sacramento rex also i finally tried uh the sacramento subreddit really likes to uh jerk off uh what is it called pizza supreme being which is like a pizza by the slice shop Pretty, pretty legit. I went to go try it after I went on a date on Thursday. Uh, and uh, the square slice. Oh, a little Detroit style cupped pepperoni. Are you kidding me? Fuck me and my big old ass. That was good. And then, uh, yeah, that's basically the only notable thing that's happened. I don't think I have any media to round up uh, or anything like that. So, uh, all right, Paul, what about your media roundup for the week or what you got going on? I don't have a media roundup. Yeah. Okay, fun. then can I do a one quick uh, grind my gears type thing? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of my review of Pizza Supreme Being, I sent it to Charlie and uh, my review was like, oh yeah, I actually agree with the Sacramento subreddit. This is a good little gem in Sacramento. And he was like... Oh, good. I was preparing myself for an edgy take about how actually Columbia, South Carolina has the best pizza in the world. And I was like, that is a wild misrepresentation (laughs) of what I've said in the past. (laughs) He got your ass. No, I was like, if you're going to misrepresent my views like that, you're not getting any more reviews from me. (laughs) This is like Robert's Christmas
0: present all over again. They got your
1: ass. (laughs) No. No, no, no. He's being hateful and bitter about the fact that I think generally the cuisine is better in the South.
0: I guess this is kind of an anti-media roundup. I've already, like, texted you about this. The rapper Gone, who... He had the GOAT. Anti-mumble rap. Bill's uh, favorite. Yeah, and four years ago, he put out a song that we all saw because it was, like, mocked online. That's, yeah. Uh, called Death to Mumble Rap. And because he was he's having a little bit of a resurgence, people were making fun of him again on Twitter for a new, like, uh, snippet he released on TikTok. I went back to listen to that song because I was like... God, this guy is so obnoxious. But verse three on that song is by a rapper named Crypt. And I'd never paid attention to this before. Mm-hmm. Can I just read some of the lyrics from Crypt's verse to you? Yeah. <laughs> and you tell me what you think this means. It's just Last like it as... Last <laughs> we lit the liquor talk. <laughs> so the setup. Like, I'll, I'll just give you some of the bars before the weird bar to be just so that you can kind of, like, see where it's going. Y'all are just food from McDonald's, and I am a gourmet filet that's more tasty Mm. I'm more crazy than a short lady trying to give birth to 84 babies in the very back of a Porsche Cayman. What did that rhyme with? Uh, maybe I'm mispronouncing Cayman, but either, either way, why, why is he more crazy than a short lady trying to give birth to 84
1: babies? <laughs> because a short woman has a small womb, uh, if you're believing in the correlations of it. Uh, okay. uh, so 84 babies would be a lot to give birth to If you're not, uh, if you don't have birthing hips. Uh, as, as a, a thicker uh, taller woman might have um and so that's that's what that bar means if i can rap genius that do you think 84 has any special uh meaning i think it's for the rhyme right short lady 84
0: babies oh okay he wanted somebody to do one of those videos where they color every rhyme with a yeah different, yeah, like, yeah a exactly highlighter
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta sketch the rhyme
0: okay I just, I don't know why that struck me as so weird. 84 babies.
1: <laughs> it, it almost harkens to that one M&M line that people debate over what it means, but that's that one line or whatever, like, uh, slim, shady, hotter than a set of twin babies, and they're like, what does it mean to be hotter than a twin baby? <laughs> like, what does that mean? And they're like, people were like, it's about the rarity of twin babies. There's literally like, the people will try and explain it. <laughs> oh,
0: I think he literally probably just had it first, that hotter than a set of twin babes, realized it rhymed better as babies, and- So So you you have
1: more of like a constructivist view of it where it's about like (laughs) (laughs) making it rhyme and not about (laughs) to me,
0: it's pretty clear what he means is like twin women. He just kind of used baby irregularly there to make it work.
1: I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm fully convinced by that theory, to be honest. Let's get M on the pod. We should M come on pod.
0: (laughs) Does shady do podcasts or are they just a radio station? What is it? Shady 45. Shade 4-5? Shade 4-5? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just a radio show. Oh, I thought that was the station, Shade 4-5. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. That he signed people to, like his radio station.
1: get signed to a radio station?
0: Yeah, well, you can bring your show and your personality onto a different radio station. I don't know. We're never going to get big facts (laughs) no cap on Shade 4-5 if you keep pretending to be
1: mystified by the concept, Adrian. I'm not mystified by the concept. I'm unfamiliar and uninterested. <laughs> mm. Just because you're rapping fast doesn't mean
0: that you're saying something. Y'all motherfuckers rap so damn slow that somehow you're literally saying nothing.
1: Ooh, see, now that's a critique of the common critique about lyrical miracle rap. Mm. Honestly, this guy's got fire bars. Um, but anyways, I, I digress. Um, anyway, yeah. we digress. Let's, we let's digress. digress. Let's digress Stop right there.
0: let's digress a little
1: Let's digress let's di- how are you doing on your milkshake? Drinking a milkshake out of a tall glass. I don't know why that seems weird to me. I don't have a milkshake glass, but they are also tall. they're tall. That's they're exactly just... what I was thinking is I was like, you know what actually, the ideal of a milkshake glass is just basically what you're using I do, have, more a a, uh, I do have like a bar
0: shaker that looks like the Ooh. or like you know what the other type of milkshake glass I guess is like mm. a silver glass. I don't know why that's
1: where they that's where they give you the extra, yeah. Because they spin it in that, and then they pour it into the glass, and then the extra's in there, so they give you that, too. Which, like, that's the only thing where they ever... No one ever makes, like, spaghetti at a restaurant, and then just says, Here's spaghetti and an extra plate of spaghetti. i made too much spaghetti.
0: <laughs> Is that somebody else's joke? That's too funny. You just come up with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> Should I do it as Kumail Nanjiani? <laughs> I feel like
0: I can tell when you're doing another comedian's joke. <laughs> like, you gotta I do, I... like, this is another comedian's voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't steal material. I can't, I have to give, uh, I'm not trying to plagiarize. I don't want H-bomb guy coming after me. When it comes out
0: that everything you've been saying has been directly quoted from another podcast, but I wasn't there. <laughs> I made it work, yeah.
1: <laughs> do you want to get into the theme, or uh, you got anything else? Yeah, let's do it. All right. The theme, which is detention. I, I don't know if this is a good theme for me, man. I was a good kid. I never went to detention. Uh, good
0: student, fine work. Good student, fine work. Doesn't get a lot of pussy, though. Oh,
1: yeah. I remember everyone just put that on your report card. <laughs> I was like, why you got to come at me like that? <laughs> Think about Paul he ain't got no bitches. Um, does it? Uh, what about suspension? You ever get suspended? Expelled? Expelled. How many students did we know actually got Expelled. I feel like the only thing I really know about are like students who came to our school because they got expelled from another school. And that was like the thing everyone knew about them. But even then, I can't remember any like actual names or anybody. I don't know. No,
0: that was just me when I was trying to rebrand as a bad boy and started showing right, up in right, a leather right. jacket and telling people I'd been <laughs> expelled from my last school.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, Paul yeah. Well.
0: Different Ooh. guy than that loser Paul who used to come here.
1: Who just happened to also <laughs> leave the moment I came. <laughs> I've never been seen in the same room together. Um. Yeah. So no in school suspension, no detention. No, there was one time where a teacher
0: gave me a after school detention, but she was known as a racist teacher, and I felt like she was mm. out for me just because I was Arab. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! Who who is that? Call them out.
0: Uh, Miss Smith at the uh, tech center. Oh, I didn't know about her. Yeah, yeah, she was like known for always giving black kids detention. Damn. And I think she had a problem with me for being Arab. She hated me. Have I never told this story on pod? No. Yeah, I was known as a good kid, and she like every other teacher was like, "Paul is great. You know, he just kind of does his work. He's in class. He's quiet. He's nice." Mm-hmm. She was like, "You are." She told me to my face one time that I disgust her. Holy shit! Have I never told this story on pod? No,
1: that's insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She taught uh she taught a Photoshop class. It's
1: not Hunter's mom, is it? No. Okay, because I know Miss Amy also taught that class for a while. Um, yeah, no, I didn't take that class. That's insane. Uh, uh, uh I
0: disputed it, and the principal of the tech center like immediately folded. He was like, "Yeah, no, you're not gonna get detention. You're fine."
1: Wait. Also, wait. Was that separate from our school? Did you have to do detention at the tech center, or like how did that work? I can't remember what I would have had to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, that is one of the things where I when I was looking for articles for this uh, theme. 90% of it was actual opinion and research articles about how detention and school suspension and expulsion are incredibly ineffective at handling bad behavior. Oh, and then, yes, also, like you were saying, also very uh, racist, which that feels like if this hasn't happened, I'm sure it's coming. But like a John Oliver 20 minute segment about how uh, school punishment doesn't work and how it's just incredibly racist and how uh, if we we can fix that by taxing the rich and going no further. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it is crazy that we just like she was just known for being racist. It was like, oh, yeah, she gives black kids detention all the time.
1: That's insane. Um, Yeah, no, I uh, I took a Photoshop class with a with a guy who was uh, he was interesting. I remember how he once talked about how he built his house, like he built his own house or whatever. Um, But the other thing that was interesting about him was that one of the one of the assignments that we had to do is he wanted everybody to take a picture of him. And then do something to it to make fun of him, like as a character church, like make his ears bigger, like emphasize parts of his like appearance that were funny. And I think I felt like it was a setup and I was like, this is entrapment. I'm not getting in trouble for making fun of this guy of doing like a one pixel little like censorship of his pee pee. Um, So I did a very (laughs) tame making his beard very long. But uh, I remember that being one of the assignments. That class was fun. It really was like just play around and Photoshop yeah I remember once I tried to dispute a claim because uh I got points taken off for you were supposed to take a picture of an old lady and make her look younger, and one of the things was like change the transparency of this layer however much you want, and so I thought it looked best without changing it and so I got points taken off because I didn't change it at least a little bit however much ally?
0: You yeah because you were like you were like oh I didn't touch an lot, old lady so and make her look beautiful and you like didn't change it at all and yeah. you were like, this is a statement
1: piece. <laughs> Actually, I just made it all into a mirror, and I said, this is a reflection of society. (laughs) This assignment. Um, Why do I have so many memories of that Photoshop class all of a sudden? (laughs) Um, Okay, I do have some stories about detention that I have locked and loaded. Uh, In fourth grade, there were two separate events during that year where I was... In one instance, the only kid who didn't get detention one day. And in another instance, one of like four kids that didn't get detention one day. <laughs> um, what was and- your teacher like? A detention machine gun? She was like,
0: <laughs> detention, detention, <laughs> detention.
1: So this was Miss Brown, who, uh, mother of Chris Brown, who went to school with us. He was like a year younger than us. She was the one who I told a story about really early on pod that like she literally had to get a sub for like a week because she was going to Japan to play in a kickball tournament <laughs> with her kickball team. Um, She was really cool. And she liked me automatically because she had my brother before she had me, uh, which was, you know, almost a decade before that. But my brother had good reputation. Whereas if I got teachers that my sister had, sometimes it was 50-50. Um, so she already liked me. Um, But there was one day I remember we had a German teacher who came in to teach German since obviously she couldn't do that. Um, And so... We, I think she felt like the German teacher felt like she was being disrespected because nobody was working that day, like on anything really that she was trying to get us to do. And so she takes the class to a halt. And while she's talking, I'm still trying to finish my assignment. And so she's like, you guys aren't working hard. You guys are disrespecting the teacher. Look at Adrian. He's trying to actually finish his assignments. Everybody gets detention except for him. (laughs) And.
0: Well, the funny thing tried about to that... to get you
1: beat up, that feels like one of those things where it's like the first day of boot camp in the army and they're like... She just really... I think she just really liked me. And so the funny thing about that was that when you go out to recess and you come back to recess, everyone lines up in a line with their class and then walks back to their class. So it was just me. I mean, and other, other classes definitely noticed, like, why is there just one guy over there? <laughs> <laughs> for Ms brown's class and then for the other one where there, like only like three people got or didn't get detention with me i don't remember what the situation was but i very starkly remember the the german incident um never got in school suspension um weird concept yeah you're
0: just not gonna learn for the day that's gonna be your
1: makes sense why it's ineffective yeah
0: that's going to be your punishment, is you're going to fall further behind and then maybe want to <laughs> disrupt class more because now you know even less about what's going on. Now you feel left out. And after school detention really feels like more for a punishment for the parents than anything else.
1: Yeah, you got to plan your schedule around it. In suspension. I
0: guess those parents might have shitty kids. They're probably excited. They're
1: like, wait, you mean I get another hour to myself? Ooh, yes, thank God. Please. And then suspension, where you just get to stay home and on vacation. That seems cool. Yeah. Suspension with pay?
0: That seems cool. That was always the joke about it, was like, how is that a punishment for anybody other than the
1: parents? Yeah. I don't really remember... Yeah, I don't think I had any, like, friends who actually really got suspended or anything like that.
0: I guess the idea is it is a punishment for the parents so that they hopefully rein the kid in. Was that the concept? You think so?
1: They're trying to get the kid set up to get beat? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like the army thing. (laughs) Yeah, again... (laughs) When you were in elementary school, did you ever have to change one of your cards or whatever from, like, a green to a yellow or whatever because you got a costume? Yeah,
0: Actually, all the time in second grade, I remember.
1: Uh, Ooh, because you yeah, had a racist I don't teacher. know if I
0: was going through a bad phase or if that teacher was strict, but I remember there was one year where, despite, like, the year before and the year after never having to change it, there was one year where, like, I was just always getting called out. Damn. I think it was the homework thing that always got me. I always forgot to do homework. Hmm. And so I'd have to flip my card like every day.
1: Damn, Paul. A little forgetful Nelly. I remember in first grade, this really broke my sense of uh, trust in the justice system, uh, in, the, in the in the system of law. Uh, I was in uh, Ms. Bennett's class. I was uh, Mrs. Bennett's beavers. And I was a very good kid. And we were in first grade. So we did a lot of crafts and bullshit. And so there's always like leftover glue on my desk. Uh, and it would dry up and you could just take your pencil and like kind of like pick it mm. off and so you could throw it away and then you could just erase the pencil marks. And so I would do that and one time when I did it Miss Bennett thought that I was drawing on my desk and so she made me change my card and I was like trying to protest it telling her about the glue <laughs> and she didn't want to hear it and from that day on I knew that laws don't equal morality <laughs> especially in their <laughs> implementation. For me laws do equal
0: morality. Yeah. It's 1 to 1 baby. Ooh, I was in seventh grade. I was in a class where I was about to say his name. I don't think I should say this kid's name.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we can call teachers. Let's not call students.
0: He didn't even get in trouble for this. I, do you have a story of somebody getting away with something they should definitely have gotten <laughs> suspended for, which was, a, and I feel like I've I've heard from multiple people of uh this story happening at their school. I feel like every middle school has a, a kid who jerked off in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in that class where...
1: Oh, makes sense. Something good to look at.
0: That's what offended me. Everybody was talking about it because lunch was right after that math class. Everybody was talking about all the way to lunch. I sat in front of him, so I didn't get to see. <laughs> and I was so pissed. I felt like I was... Not- I was like, wait, I was in the class, but I wasn't in on the thing wait, that everybody... you were in the
1: line of <laughs> fire? You were right in front of him? <laughs> Maybe like a little
0: askew, but...
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: I was just more offended by the fact that, like, I didn't get he to have given story. you a.
1: He should have given you a warning. He should have told you, like, hey, by the way, I'm about to do something.
0: Well, it's just like, I felt like everybody had this interesting story I didn't get to see, you know?
1: Oh, no, you just lie about that.
0: Yeah, okay, that's true, that's true. Um, so, Adrian, and- one time I was in this class, I saw this kid jerk at all.
1: It was well established that he was doing it to the teacher,
0: right? Yeah, well, that's what people said, but it always felt to me like it was, like... I don't know.
1: People were saying it was he was just staring primal. right
0: at the teacher, but if, I think that was like a detail that felt too funny to not make up, but maybe he was. Mm. Once again, I didn't see.
1: Well, it would have been funnier if you'd be like, he was staring at a dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably dude. gay. <laughs> Wait, was the story that he didn't get in trouble about that, or was the story just that?
0: I don't think you can really punish a student for that based on the hearsay of other students.
1: Uh, yeah, because It's yeah, like, yeah. how do you prove his Wait, the teacher didn't just... notice? No. I mean, we literally left for class, and he was walking with everybody else i i thought that the ending of the story was that he got caught or is that a separate one from high school
0: must be a separate one because this happened in middle school and i don't remember him being suspended or
1: anything for it that's crazy i oh yeah yeah, okay so i was in a spanish class freshman year of high school uh in mr rest's class um guy who got fired for smoking weed with students cool guy i liked him um And a student comes back from going to the bathroom, and he was really, like, in a huff, and so, like, the teacher asks what's wrong, and he's like, I just got, like, suspension for after school or whatever, and he was like, why? And he was like, because the custodian came in while I was in there, and they uh, accused me of peeing all over the floor, even though it wasn't me. And they were like, well, then how do they know it was you? And he was like, well, they said something about, like, no one else had left the bathroom since they last checked it or whatever. And he was just like, he was like, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. I didn't piss all over the floor. And I was like, it sounds like you pissed all over the floor. (laughs) It sounds sounds like this custodian has clear evidence. Wait, how did we not know about this teacher smoking weed with students? I wasn't wasn't told about this. It happened on a, because he was a Spanish teacher. He took students to Spain. And when Uh, he was there, he smoked weed with the students since we got fired. This was a few years after I took his class. So maybe we were still in high school, but um yeah um but yeah i don't think you or i have a lot of uh stories about i guess just yeah other people getting detention or stuff like that um minor things um nothing too exciting i don't think
0: all right should we get to columns then
1: yeah let's get to columns you want to go first or second i'll
0: go first all right i have the brunswick news uh their dear dr wallace column uh it's syndicated so i guess it's not even their column um I guess this is the first time we've had on Dr. Wallace, so let me see if I can get us a quick bio. He's a doctor. Oh, the column, even though they don't mention this in the syndicated uh, title, is called Tween 12 and 20. It's a column targeted to teenagers and young adults. It began in 1976.
1: What's his doctorate in?
0: I assume he probably got his master's in education because he's a longtime school teacher, Mm -hmm. coach and administrator in Galesburg, Illinois i feel like he probably like looking at him you can tell he teaches history i don't know what he teaches but there's something about his face where you're like that's a history teacher
1: he's also a coach yeah oh yeah i mean it's funny because i think women make the best history teachers because they're always bringing up the past but that guy definitely screams history teacher (laughs) dear dr
0: wallace our school has rules that students are not to kiss each other on school grounds. If caught, the first punishment is an hour's detention for both kissers.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: If caught in an amorous position the second time, the criminals are suspended for the day. I think this is a very stupid rule. My boyfriend and I have to spend an hour of our Saturday morning at school serving detention. It was a Ooh, very boring That's how they hour. do detention? Yeah, that is a, that's an intense detention.
1: Yeah, you have to wake up and go to school to be in detention for an hour? <laughs> That's outrageous.
0: There was no talking out loud, and cell phones weren't permitted. What the world needs is a lot more kisses and hugs, and a lot less violence... <laughs> and a lot less violence, crimes, and war. No lies detected. What the world needs is a lot more kisses and hugs, and a lot less violence, crimes, and wars. My mom and dad kiss at least once a day, and they are very much in love. Our big crime... To warrant this boring hour of detention was a kiss on the cheek from me to him our vice principal happened to witness this terrible behavior and punished us so that we could think about our crime i read your column regularly and know that you are a former high school administrator do you allow a couple to kiss on your campus without being penalized i'll bet you did <laughs> why did that last part I'll sound like an accusation did. oh i'll bet you did
1: <laughs> Oh, no, i'll bet you watched us. say you guys get less attention every kiss i see
0: so, do Adrian, you remember what, what are you? Are you on the side of teenagers kissing or are you on the side of wars and
1: crime? <laughs> and well, when you put it that way. I was going to say, the beginning of the column made me remember about. Do you remember when they had to install the r- rule that we weren't allowed to stay in our cars in the parking lot in high school anymore? Once you got to school, you had to come into the building? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because one of the principals was perusing the parking lot and uh, found people blowing each other <laughs> or whatever.
0: Really? Just I didn't 69. realize. I thought it was in the TikTok. No, I don't think they were 69. On.
1: I think it was a girl who was giving a guy a BJ, yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was to crack down on on truck row and just loitering in general. I thought they were doing a lot of like just smoking and shit out there. No,
1: It was it was sexual in nature. Oh,
0: you see, why do you know all these like little subtle, like controversial stories from our high school? Nobody was keeping me updated. I wasn't reading the like, is, underground press. I didn't have which is students. weird because
1: famously, I was very unconnected in our high school. I spent two years with the same 10 people. And like there are people who went to our high school who was like, I know their name. Don't even know what they look like or what they did, and yet somehow I get these news that you don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Okay. So, which side am I on? Um. Hmm. It's a good question. Were we allowed to kiss in high school? I mean, obviously you and I weren't, because interracial and gay <laughs> relationships weren't allowed. But <laughs> could I have kissed my white girlfriend?
0: I think people did. I, I assume it was against the rules,
1: though. So. I mean, I know Richard just like kind of like kept his girlfriend in his arm the entire time they were together eating lunch hugging was loud hugging was allowed and i think kissing was allowed no he wouldn't get in trouble for it I, I i genuinely just don't remember i
0: don't remember anybody getting in trouble for it but i feel like if it wasn't not allowed there would have been a lot more people making out in the hallways and i never saw that so there must have been something gross. stopping them
1: i think uh, the main thing that girls got in trouble for at our school was clothing violations, and the main thing guys got in trouble for was like remembering their ID or whatever bullshit that we had to do.
0: But also, I feel like guys got in trouble for clothing violations, but just it was usually more like a banty with a offensive word or something.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you have to you have to put duct tape over the offensive word. I think a kiss on the cheek should be okay. What sort of Hawkeye
0: teacher sees you give a kiss on the cheek? That really seems well, like- Well, they
1: did it in front of the principal. They were trying to bring uh, the principal into their weird sex stuff.
0: With how woke is nowadays, I bet you one student could bring another student to school collared and leashed and nobody would get upset. Am I right?
1: Yeah, they'd have they'd have their own litter box. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it should be allowed. Oh, what's with this argument that her parents kiss once a day? Like, they they could be kissing after hours. You can get one kiss in. I don't know if that's an argument for why you should be allowed to kiss at school.
0: I get why it would be a distraction for people to be, like, enormous amounts of PDA, but I think a kiss on the cheek, maybe it's, like, one of those things where, go for it, go
1: for it. There's a line to draw in PDA, like, yeah, you can't be, like, aggressively making out at school.
0: Yeah, and I think it's probably just up to, like, having reasonable teachers, like, dole out the punishments based on, like... Oh, were they doing it in some sort of gross way that would distract people, or were they just being...
1: But there's always going to be a gray area. There's always going to be that one teacher who's a real stickler who like sees someone kiss and is like, Hold up, hold up, I'm taking a napkin, I'm going to put it on your lips, we're going to see how wet it is. (laughs) And we're going (laughs) to give you detention if there's too much moisture on there.
0: (laughs) This teenager does sound really wholesome. I don't know why they sound so... First off, they're a teenager reading an advice column for teenagers, which is such a lame thing to do, (laughs) so that makes me think that they're wholesome.
1: It's way cooler to do it as a 30-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) For your podcast. Uh, You're right, you're right.
0: Glass houses. Uh, (laughs) I thought people wrote these advice columns for teachers and like... I don't know other educators to pretend that mm. they were doing something. I don't know. I thought yeah, these yeah. usually had okay. like an actual audience of zero. It just made everybody feel like they were doing something to help kids.
1: What? What's the what's the political campaign you have to put together to try and get kissing unbanned from your school? <laughs> How does that uh, you work? Think you we should we ever had
0: for a- school president on the <laughs> on the kissing ballot?
1: <laughs> on the anti-war, anti-imperialism, <laughs> pro-kissing ballot. <laughs>
0: I do like that dichotomy. It's almost as if she was accusing her principal, of the principal who got her in trouble, of being pro-violence,
1: crime, and wars. It's got real uh, make love not war vibes. But also, that is legitimate. Is that like, I feel like a lot of students feel that way about like dress code, for example, of like, really, is this like the worst thing that we need to like, be reigning in at school right now? Not like the fact that we're all scared of being shot or like, whatever's going on. So the question
0: wasn't was just basically like is it reasonable for me to be upset about this? It wasn't even what should I do? I mean obviously don't get in trouble for for giving your boyfriend a peck on the cheek. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't worth it. Mm. But is it reasonable to be upset about this? I don't know. I feel like you're a teenager. Yeah, this is the type of authority. I guess it's. It almost feels adorable for you to
1: be rebelling against this authority.
0: Sure, make this your
1: cause. I, I, an hour on a Saturday morning is an egregious punishment. I think it should be an hour after school. <laughs> that is ridiculous. This is the kind of thing that Republicans think "Rage Against the Machine" is about, and I think that's valid <laughs> for her.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good thing for her to dip her toe into the uh, into the world of not always trusting authority figures. Hmm.
1: All right, let's hear this answer. Our first one from Dr. Wally.
0: You would have lost your bet. Kissing and other forms of affection were banned at my high school when I was there. It was not that I thought that kisses were terrible behavior, but kissing at school often caused students to block halls and campus walkways.
1: It's a fire hazard. It's a fire safety hazard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This was a major problem for the nearly 3,000 students rushing to class before the tardy bell rang. I'm a big fan of love and affection, but not on a forty acre campus. I was a tad more compassionate for kissers than your administration. The first defense was a warning. The second was a call to the parents telling them that kissing was not permitted on school grounds and explaining why the rule was in place and enforced. The parents it's a fire were hazard. That- <laughs> <laughs> The parents were then asked to discuss this with their teens to see the demonstration of love at school was ended. If it didn't, the student would be suspended. We provided a few opportunities for students to stop the behavior before punitive action was taken. It's wonderful that your parents kiss every day. That's an endearing way for them to show their love for one another in view of the family. But I'm sure most of the kissing is done at home and not at mom or dad's workstation with many familiar employees watching the smooch.
1: That was unexpected. I did not expect that to be the answer. Are we liking Dr. Wallace? I
0: think he probably talks in a way that a child could understand. It seems like an
1: mm. appropriate answer. If you say so. I mean, it's not a very satisfying answer. It's telling the letter writer that they're wrong. Mm. And
0: Well, I mean, in a way she is, right? Like...
1: Yeah, because I, I mean, obviously kiss they can kiss, but if everyone's like kissing. kissing in the hallway, then there's no room to move when an emergency <laughs> vehicle comes by.
0: It just seems like one of those things where maybe the rules should be more specific for like, you can't make out or you can't like be a disruption. But like a kiss on the cheek feels like nothing, right? That feels like, yeah. don't even like Christians like, think yeah. that's all right? Like that's, that's a okay way for teenagers to show affection. Is that not okay? I don't know.
1: You can do a kiss on the cheek. You just can't do a rusty trombone or pearl <laughs> necklace. <laughs> no donkey punching in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I I mean, why was the advice just like be more conscious of your surroundings the next time that happens? Make sure you're not doing it in front of a principal. Um, all right, do you want to get in my column?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay, it's going to be the third column on this one. Let me know when you're ready. It's on, uh, my son is a huge nerd. Why didn't we
0: have your mom on as a guest for this column?
1: I'm not, I'm not starting the edit here. I'm starting the edit from when I introduced the column. Oh, can you introduce it the same way so that, uh,
0: have you noticed this? Slate now has ads that are like pop-ups that do that thing where no matter how many times you click back, it won't actually take you back to the slate article it'll just like the pop-up will keep repeating
1: no i got weird ones where it was like a browser safe thing that was coming up for mine and like I'm yeah McAfee. i got
0: that same one but no matter how many times i clicked back it wouldn't take me back to the actual article oh, and now shit. it's doing the same thing again and fucking pissing me off i didn't know slate was such a trash
1: yeah site now it's working for me now but yeah i, I thought that was like because i was on pierce and nicole's wi-fi for some reason i did not think that was a slate thing now fuck slate
0: keep that in the edit
1: please all right yeah, fucks late, but we do rely on them for quite a bit of content. This is Dear Karen Feeding, and uh, Paul, it's so the third column down. It's the one that starts with, my 12-year-old son is, and I say this lovingly, a huge nerd.
0: Uh, should we have your Should we have had your mom on as a guest for this column?
1: So that you can make fun of the way she talks?
0: All right, why don't you cut that out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so here we go. This is more about suspension than detention, but uh, it gets the same theme across. Dear Karen Feeding, my 12-year-old son is, and I say this lovingly, a huge nerd. He attends a school where a lot of the other kids have grown up quickly. He's in 7th grade, and many of his classmates are already dating, involved in drugs, or in home situations where they see unhealthy behaviors quite frequently. As a result, his school's discipline system is pretty strict. They have a zero-tolerance policy for alcohol, drugs, weapons, bullying, etc. At first, this was appealing to me, as it made me feel reassured that even if his classmates brought illicit items to school, the school would swiftly take care of it. Well, this has come back to bite us. My son brought a small knife to school as a part of an anime costume for a pre-Halloween spirit week. It was less than 5 inches in length and apparently related to his favorite show. He has a small group of friends who gather in a teacher's classroom to watch the show at lunch daily. Because of the zero-tolerance policy, my son was immediately suspended for five days. He was completely devastated. He's a good kid who's never gotten in trouble at school. He was dealt with very sternly by the assistant principal, and is now convinced the AP and all other teachers hate him. He's also worried about what other kids will think. We're not sure how many of the students know exactly what happened, or whether rumors will be spread that he brought a knife to school. Setting aside those immediate concerns, I also feel like the school overreacted and I'm not thrilled about the idea of sending him back. Can you provide a reality check? Did the school handle this correctly? Did I fail as a parent because my kid brought a weapon to school? How can I help him navigate his return to school after the suspension in a way that preserves his self-esteem, but still helps him understand that what he did was wrong? Please advise. Knives out in the Midwest.
0: Wait, can you really, after such a serious question, give yourself such a funny (laughs) sign-off name? What are you talking about? It's just their
1: favorite movie. That's where they are. (laughs) Knives out in the Midwest. Midwest. Um, Paul, how are you feeling about this one? What anime character do you think he was doing?
0: Sasuke Uchiwa?
1: No, he's got a big blade. He's got a big sword.
0: I mean, this column really, like, it resonates with me. I kind of get why it's a tough thing to figure out how to handle. Yeah. I don't think there's an easy answer to this. I do feel bad for the kid who, like, I mean, it does, like, remember when you're that age, how humiliating everything feels? Like, you don't mm-hmm. have a sense of scope or, like, The world's ruined. Importance. Yeah, your world's over. And it's, like, a suspension probably feels like, and I'm never gonna, every teacher's gonna hate me, and I'm gonna be branded as a bad this kid. This on your and, permanent record everybody thinks i'm disgusting and evil and horrible now and my whole life is down there it's like he just doesn't know how to contextualize it so i guess Mm. the first piece of advice is make sure to like show him bill clinton getting impeached to be like it could be worse (laughs) yeah i guess make sure to try to help him uh salvage some sense of like ego and confidence Mm. um But, I mean, I don't know. Do you think getting suspended is, like, how do you feel about zero tolerance stuff? Because obviously it's born from the fact that, like, school shootings and violence Mm -hmm. freaks out a lot of Americans because it's really common here. Yeah. So they have these zero tolerance policies. But it does mean that sometimes people who, zero tolerance does mean that sometimes people who seem like uh, ill intent wasn't a part of what was going on get swept
1: up in these policies. I mean, do you remember what the policy was at our school? Mm Hmm. Wasn't it Zero Tolerance? I don't know if you remember this, but we had an assembly once when we were in middle school where because we were in South Carolina, the way they framed it was like, you know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes you're like out camping for the weekend or you're out hunting and like you have a pocket knife in your bag. As long as you realize that you brought it to school with you and you give it up to an administrator instead of us finding it in your bag, then you don't get in trouble for it. Um, so, it sounds like this kid didn't understand that what he did was wrong, so I guess that's different than, like, realizing you have something in your bag that you're not supposed to have. Um, but ours did have, like, a, like, yeah, as long as you can, like, prove that it was a mistake, you didn't get in trouble for it. Also, I mean, if he's, like, as much, like, a good-hearted nerd as the
0: parent thinks he is, I feel like you know i really internalized that when i was in middle school like i really internalized the like if i ever brought my pocket knife to school all hell would break loose and i'd be in so much trouble yeah you know because they freaked us out about it so much like they constantly were telling us about how much trouble you get in if you have a knife or anything like does this school do a bad job about communicating that is your son not listening i don't know did he really not understand what what was going on there? Like, or it? I mean, if the school did a bad job letting him know, that I think it genuinely probably isn't his fault. Like, oh, I don't think it I is. wouldn't have I, known this it was a big foolish. deal to
1: have a knife. It, it, it doesn't even sound like he was like, "You said I couldn't bring a knife." This is technically a kunai, which is a Japanese <laughs> version of. The- <laughs> um. It just—it sounds like the kid didn't know he wasn't allowed to do that. As like he didn't understand that, like no, one, that people would find that threatening for him to have a knife as part of his yeah. Costume. Because in my neighborhood, like
0: we were all pocket knife kids. If nobody had told me that it was mm-hmm. such a big deal, I wouldn't have thought it was bad to bring a pocket knife to yeah. school.
1: Yeah, the like butterfly knife. You had like the little like switchblade. You had all that shit. The little razor blade.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Once again, that was when I was going through my powool period, trying
1: to convince everybody I was a bad boy. Yeah. 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 Really, all you, the reason you had that razor blade was to shave garlic really thinly for your Nona's recipe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep that thing Uh-oh. on me. So yeah, it's like, how does such a self-conscious 12-year-old miss that day at school where they explained to him that?
1: <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I will say, it seems like an easy thing to tell them is like a mistake that's not a... I guess they're trying to say that it's like, it is a big deal, but it, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Like, it should be like a conversation that's like, hey, just don't do that again, you clearly didn't get the message that was wrong and like i don't know like when we had dress up days they did make sure to like emphasize like if your costume has a sword don't bring it if you're co- or is that from church i can't remember but i feel like i remember it being like on spirit week or whatever if, or whatever it's like if you have a costume and it has anything that's not allowed to be at school you still can't bring it was like a pretty obvious rule
0: yeah zero tolerance does seem stupid for stuff like this
1: i'm sure the research shows that it's not very effective either but i don't know It does
0: suck that the principal did it even like, it's like, even if it's like, okay, we can't not suspend you because then it would break our zero tolerance policy or something. It does suck that they actively, what was her wording? Like they made him feel extra bad about it. They weren't like, they they weren't like, Hey, we understand. Uh,
1: What was it? Uh, Yeah, that's hmm. weird. It almost feels like there'd be like a reputation for what you're like and that they'd like know like, ah, it probably wasn't intentional. He was dealt with very sternly by the assistant principal. Yeah, it does look that the
0: assistant principal wasn't at least, like, compassionate in explaining, like, look, there's the consequences we have to give you because if we file this ins- instance mm-hmm. to follow, like, the rules we've set up for the school, we have to suspend you. But I understand that you didn't, you didn't have any ill intent, but instead he was like, nah, you're a murderer. I can see it in your eyes. What anime character do you think it is as an anime fan?
1: Uh, what year is this? Grade. It also
0: must have been appropriate enough for a teacher to show every day at school during lunch, so it can't be like some
1: 2021. Um, he was probably child-friendly anime. He was probably somebody from uh, One Piece uh, or Hunter Hunter. You don't think Attack on Titan? Do
0: they have knives in that show? No, they have the big swords. They have the big blades. What's your take on that show? Fascist? Not fascist. Why do I see people arguing about this oh, so much? Oh, the
1: politics of it. Um, That seems like one of those ones where like, the creator himself seems like he's really big into neo-Nazi ideology. So I, I don't think you really need to read into the text to figure out that like, it's kind of fascist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a big thing where people will be like, you guys are, uh, you guys don't have basic media literacy. And it's like, also behind the scenes, it seems obvious what the intent was. But anime fans, don't come at What are you talking me. about? The character of Bittler who wants to kill
0: all the Jewish people. That has nothing to do with fascism.
1: Famously, my main critique of that show is that it came out in such a disjointed, long manner that I barely remember the story as a whole anyway, so I can't put together a full thesis on whether or not the story is fascist or not.
0: I stopped watching when I got to an episode where a girl was ate a potato raw, and that was supposed to be proof about how tough she was, and I was like, okay, this is stupid, I'm not watching oh, this show anymore. Oh, she dies, <laughs> it's
1: one of the saddest parts of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Sasha. Because she ate too many raw potatoes. No. <laughs> she gets shot by a child soldier.
0: No, no, she grew a taste for raw potatoes and ate so many that they started growing in her stomach.
1: No, she gets shot
0: by a radicalized child. <laughs> Did the radicalized child wear they pest that she ate so many raw
1: potatoes? <laughs> she was like, cook your damn potatoes, you savages. I
0: know your reputation as a tough raw potato eater.
1: Oh, anyway, So back to this kid. I don't, I think it's an anxiety thing that you think everybody hates, you know. I think everyone's probably pretty cool. It would be really bad if he gets back no, to school and everybody's like, No, reputations do spread. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you not imagine a nerdy kid getting caught for a knife? A reputation, especially in like a meaner school, might spread that he's some sort of like school shooter or, yeah. or like, oh, that kid is a psycho. He, he was going to stab everybody. I heard he was, I heard he had a list of people he was going to stab for being mean to him. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. That might actually be legitimate.
0: I think there are some really mean rumors that could spread about him about this. That's not like a completely unfounded fear. Mm. Now, the administrator and teacher saying, nah, I feel like, Especially like if he was going to lunch in a teacher's classroom, I feel like that teacher probably knows. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: are you and they'll they'll spread the word for you. Do you not think that yeah. like part of the advice should be lean into it and just like anytime he's getting mad because people are bullying him, just being like, I'm getting stabby <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the catchphrase for stabby the robot from Futurama? <laughs> oh, I was thinking it's the catchphrase of Forville from comedy Bang Bang, the little orphan boy. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I'm feeling stabby. <laughs> Um okay anyway back to podcast yeah, that for the little anime kid what would naruto do that's what i always say in a, in a pinch is wwnd
0: mm, what would naruto do mm-hmm. i i never watched that show but i know there's sexy itsu
1: yeah there is a jutsu he knows that turns him into a bunch of sexy ladies that work weirdly well on adult men <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is one of those advice columns where there is a oh, super wait, easy why answer are we... i don't
1: know think... there's such a clear answer why are we not saying it you're getting suspended for five days. Make the five-day mixtape. Ah. Ooh, I ah. got suspended. Ooh, you got suspended for bringing a little knife. Fourteen four hundred minutes. <laughs> well, I guess it'd be half of that. 700, seven hundred, whatever minutes. Ah. Ah. Um. Do we need to explain that? Does everybody know that Chance the Rapper got started? No, everybody you know? gets that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a famous reference. Everybody
0: knows about. <laughs> About the five the ten day mixtape. Okay,
1: I came in during coloring book. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Besides my very obvious advice, what would what other advice would you give him? That's a lot of time to stay home and watch anime. You can get really far ahead on that anime that you watch with your friends at lunch. Yeah.
0: Although, do you want to? I think you should still just watch one episode a day, so you can jump back in with them when you come back to school.
1: No, no, but you pretend you haven't watched it. Like when you watch with someone and you're in a relationship with. And then every time uh, you're like, oh, you're like, oh, don't get too attached to that character. And they're like, what do you mean? And you're like, oh, i just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I spent my five days in suspension <laughs> working out.
0: <laughs> what a condemnation of our public school system that they're like, yeah, we have to send our kid to this school, but everybody knows it's a drug and crime riddled school. Yeah. We just got a unlucky draw of the hand. We, we have to send our kid to the drug and crime school. <laughs>
1: I don't. Is the point that you should be able to send your kid to whatever public school you want? I don't understand.
0: The point is that why do we have schools that are known for drugs and crimes? They should all be funded well enough that there aren't <laughs> schools that are drug and crime schools.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a community issue. It's not just a school issue. That's true, Adrian. That's true. You're right. Should you. I guess
0: it would hurt his feelings even more if you know for a fact that he had no ill intent. But should you be like, hey, you, were, you weren't going to stab anybody,
1: right? <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> thing to you you and do. You. That's such a bad parent <laughs> thing to do, to be like, just just, just for my own peace of mind. You weren't going to stab anybody, were you? <laughs> Look, just tell me once, I'll believe you. Whatever you say, just, you say. just gotta ask. I'm going to hand you this piece of paper. You write down your answer and give it back to me. <laughs>
0: what number do i have to write down on this piece of paper so you don't stab me <laughs>
1: well that's how you know you're safe is that they're doing it at school? oh okay okay um yeah that it, it is hard to get into the head of this parent and how you view your child of like that's what i was saying when you were like a little innocent nerd i was like could also be a little revenge of the nerd it like, could be a little uh, one too many times getting picked on by the bullies i don't know
0: I guess the part that makes it obvious that wasn't it is she said he had on a full costume
1: it's not like it's he just had cover. a knife <laughs> Yeah. no 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 this is America if he really wanted to he could just go get an AK-47 real quick and then do that instead <laughs> and just give the
0: cashier an IOU scribbled <laughs> on a piece of paper he'd be like yeah sure Here's. Yeah, a, we do accept a, those
1: <laughs> we,
0: we do accept those you're over 18 right
1: and yeah, he's just wearing a clearly fake mustache. He's wearing a clearly fake mustache and an Akatsuki uniform from Naruto. <laughs> and he ninja runs out of there with his AK-47. <laughs> and they are like, no, wait, he's kid, like, kid, 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 we have a deal. You get two. You forgot your bullets. <laughs> if you buy one, you get a second one free.
0: He's like, why does this credit card you hand me say, say a woman's name on it? It's not my mom's. I just have my name. My name is Allison.
1: I've transitioned. Well, I always say trans people need to arm themselves. So, here, take oh, an it's extra a gun house. Store. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, he's an SRA member. Yeah, he's yeah. a Socialist Rifle of America member. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a, yeah. don't it's use acronyms. A acronym well. left wing gun store. <laughs> that's
1: bad patagocchi. That's bad, 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 um, <laughs> uh, okay, so anything other useful advice for this kid, or should we go into the answer? Yeah, let's hear the answer. All right, let's see how Slate handles this. <clears throat> Yes, the school handled this appropriately. I mean, isn't that the definition of a zero tolerance policy? I don't understand why you thought the school overreacted. What did you expect them to say? Oh, you're in advanced placement classes, so of course you didn't. Even any middle harm school, they don't do those till high school, dumbass. Dumbass. We'll save these punishments for the kids in standard level classes instead. If anything, this is a this is the type of school I would want my kids to attend because I know it doesn't bend the rules when it comes to the safety of students. That said, you know your son is a good kid and doesn't hurt anybody, so I can understand how devastating it is for both of you. However, your son's positive reputation should come into play, and hopefully he has enough friends who have his back. It's not like he brought a knife into school on a random Tuesday in January. It was for Halloween. I promise you that kids all over America were suspended last week for bringing weapons into school as part of a costume. Most teachers have seen it all and won't hate your son for an honest error. I'll tell you a quick story that may make you feel better. When I was in one of those elite New England private boarding schools, one of my friends snuck in some beer into our dorm. I was a strong rule follower and was 18, so I didn't drink anything. Oh my god, what a fucking nerd. I already hate this. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I hate them so much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember also, what iteration oh. of parent beating this is, but this person's the worst. Also, why are they bragging
0: about being in a New England, uh, what, what what did they call it? Elite New England oh. private boarding schools. An elite new england private boarding school go jump off a bridge before you tell me about that shit lie don't tell anybody you attended an elite new england private school
1: unfortunately i made the mistake of holding a beer when my friend went to the bathroom and our door leader caught me <laughs> red handed <laughs> they were definitely drinking and they lied so hard and then they so said that i pissed on the bathroom floor and lie. i didn't piss <laughs> on the bathroom floor it was another guy who came in and then left out the window <laughs>
0: Right? They were definitely drinking, and then they lied to everybody. They lied to their parents, and they've lied so often that now they've convinced
1: themselves that it was true. They weren't drinking. Did he care that I was drinking? Of course not. I had a beer in my hand, and the zero-tolerance policy meant that I was suspended and un- Nope. Hey, uh, wait, what's this, uh, advice columnist's name? This is, uh, Doyen Richards.
0: Hey, Doyen. I'm walking to the bathroom and, you know, this room has no tables or floors or anywhere to put my beer. You're going to hold it, right? That's a reasonable thing for me to do is get you to hold it because there's literally no surface in this room. We're in one of those surfaceless rooms where I can't put down my beer. So why don't you just hold on to it?
1: Well, there are surfaces, but I want to make sure someone's warm hand can warm up my beer while (laughs) I'm in the bathroom. Um let's see, hold on. Did he care I was drinking? Of course not. I had a beer in my hand and the zero tolerance policy meant that I was suspended and unable to walk during the graduation ceremony.
0: How much of a goody two shoes do you have to be to after this many years not just admitting
1: you drank a little? Also that you're mad that you missed the graduation ceremony. I wish I had a reason to miss it. Uh I was an honor roll student who took advantage who took advanced level courses and never got into trouble, but none of that mattered. Did it ruin my life? Nope, I still went to college and I have a great life today.
0: I still went to an elite university. I was about to say,
1: like, yeah, how is that not just like, nope, every privilege in life still led me down a road of success. (laughs) Um, Did my teachers and peers hate me? Nope. They believed my story, but understood rules are rules, so I had to pay the price, regardless of my intent. Some lessons are more painful than others, but I doubt this one will have a lasting detrimental impact. In today's microwave society... Is that just a condemnation of the microwave being, like, a quick way to eat meals? (laughs) In today's feel like <laughs> out of the nineteen seventies, who uses? <laughs> In today's microwave society, people have such such a short memory that it will probably be forgotten about next week. Even though he's hurting right now, remind him that this was an honest mistake and not an indictment. This won't define his future. He'll be okay. Man, I hate this. So I clicked on Doyen Richards' uh, bio for Slate,
0: and you want to know uh, what foundation he runs? Uh ooh uh
1: what 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 is it?
0: <laughs> it's a customized workshop designed to increase the knowledge, skills and confidence of your employees in, in terms of effectively addressing, identifying racial tension at work. <laughs> do you want to guess what what it's called? Anti-racism
1: Fight Club. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I do one-on-one consultations to help you figure out how to decolonize Taco Bell. <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> what a grifter all right paul anything else do you want to say to wrap that one up yeah i thought that answer was one of the worst ones we've ever had uh yeah yeah i think so i think you could have done it without the annoying anecdote and the answer wasn't technically bad like it's not going to ruin your life it'll be okay i think we might have actually had better points to be honest the thing about like i think
0: the zero tolerance thing is like I guess it just feels so unreasonable to not take into account any context. It's like, is zero tolerance at all a good idea?
1: I think it's weird because I think you and I are both people of color who that would have helped us in our advantage, but it feels like opening it up to subjectiveness is only going to, in the long term, disadvantage most people of color in a school.
0: Okay, so you think zero tolerance is a way to not have any subjective quality. I
1: understand why that people like that in theory. I'm sure it also still gets applied badly. I don't know if it actually solves the problem. I'm not a education uh, uh, punishment expert, but I, I get the idea. I do think
0: at the very least, even if you have the policy and you're like, look, we have to file this. Paperwork has to be done. It's going to... And You have to be suspended. There's yeah. no way around it. You could still talk to the kid compassionately oh, and not yeah, freak yeah. That's them where out. that's went wrong, yeah. And, and you could make it clear, like, we're not going to let people find out about this. We understand the punishment has to be doled out as it has to be doled out for everyone. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think, yeah, for, like, people like you and me, I think it feels nice to have that idea. Like, literally in sixth grade ones for when we had world history, and I really liked that course, I think I got, like, a 100 on every exam that year. So one time during one of the exams, I missed a question. And in the middle of class, while we're watching a video and the teacher is grading our exams, he literally just like asks me, he re me one of the questions from the test. And I give him the right answer that time. And he erases out where I accidentally put the wrong answer and circled the right answer and then gave me a 100 on the test. And I, I, it just, it feels like that shouldn't happen. <laughs> I don't know. That feels like you shouldn't, like you should try and apply the rules equally to everybody. Like, I don't know. I don't think zero tolerance actually does that. Uh, that's there's probably like a good critique about how it still gets uh, misused, but I, I don't I'm not a, I'm not mad at that in principle. What you were saying about you know there's no advanced placement, but like honors classes and stuff like that, there is a huge divide in terms of like teachers are like, oh, he's yeah. an honors kid, he probably didn't mean to do anything. I mean, teachers are
0: legitimately were so much meaner to kids who aren't. You're that is true. But, I mean, this zero tolerance wouldn't fix that. Teachers are still going to be strict. They're still more likely to search the backpacks of kids. You know, like, who gets... If if I accidentally slip my knife into... Because, like, I mean, that could have happened, right? I used to play... Like, in my neighborhood, we used to play with our pocket knives all the time. We thought it was so fun to go into the woods with our knives and, like, cut stuff down and whatever. If I accidentally had left it in my backpack... No teacher in 12 years of school ever searched my backpack. No way they were ever going to fucking search my backpack. But other kids used to have their backpack searched. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I would have never gotten that zero tolerance policy would have never been used to expel me. But it would have been used to expel somebody else. So is it equal any, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, all right. When do you their excitement? Yeah.
0: All right. Do you want to explain this one? It was your idea
1: uh we are using a randomizer on wikipedia to randomize people from history and we're going to say whether or not they deserve detention based on what they did all right cool also i'm not using a
0: wikipedia randomizer couldn't figure out how to make it just give me back random people so i'm just asking chat chat gpt for random people
1: from history oh cool can you send me a uh oh wait do you send me the person or what am i doing are you doing all of the reading or what am i doing uh, sure. Yeah, we can,
0: uh, I can share my screen or I can send you their name so that you can search them. The first one is, uh, Sophie Germain.
1: Okay. Uh, she was a French mathematician, physicist, and philosopher. Okay. Sounds pretty noble so far. Uh, despite initial opposition from her parents, um, let's see, let's see if I can get a controversies thing. So she was born in France, April 1st, shares my birthday, 1776, the birthday of America. She did a lot of physics and uh, math, and let's see, honors. There's a lot of honors. A German prize. Oh, there's a prize named after her for the Academy of Science in Paris. And I don't see a controversy section, so let's see. Okay, this isn't too long of a paragraph. Um, She won the grand prize from the Paris Academy of Sciences for her essay on the subject. Her work on Fermat's Last Theorem provided a foundation for mathematic- for mathematicians exploring the subject for hundreds of years after. Uh, Because of the prejudice against her sex, she was unable to make a career out of mathematics, but she worked independently throughout her life. And then the guy who made the normal distribution recommended that she gets uh, awarded an honorary degree, but that never occurred. So basically just a woman who, uh, despite her uh, sex uh, and gender, um, made her way to become an incredible mathematician.
0: Also, an early uh, anti-STEM lord queen for her argument in her book, uh, In Considerations, where she argued that there's no difference between the sciences and humanities.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Where was that?
0: Working philosophy? Yeah. That's the last sentence. Damn. Okay. I would say no detention. No detention. In fact, society should go f- to detention for uh I
1: think that's going to be the big for factor in no this episode is that what needs to go to detention is society. Society.
0: Okay. Next up, we got Bass Reeves. Okay. Tell me a little about them. When it's a name, it's pronounced Bass, not Bass,
1: right? Yeah. Actually, I might keep the Sophie tab up in my phone. I might read about that all the way through later. She seems very interesting.
0: First thing you should know about this person: incredible mustache. You should click on. <laughs> you should uh, look up their Wikipedia page right, because right. holy shit! <laughs> bass has a uh, bass has a oh
1: uh, oh he's the
0: police though. He is the police. He was a American lawman, a former slave who became a lawman. Oh my god! But mm. you gotta you gotta arrest escaped slaves. Uh, he was the first African-American deputy and U.S. Marshal west of Mississippi River. Well, it kind of seems like we're splitting hairs if we are doing firsts based on east and west
1: of the <laughs> Mississippi. But well, I think that used to be a big thing, right? Best something of this side <laughs> of the Mississippi used to be like something.
0: Okay, okay, yeah.
1: Um, there's a lot of TV shows and films about him but a relatively small wikipedia page oh never mind i thought it was funnier than it actually is his two spouses were nelly jenny and winnie sumter but i thought it was winnie summer <laughs> it was like winter summer and Nellie jenny also
0: nelly jenny is such a funny name <laughs> yeah that's a
1: cool ass name <laughs> they don't make names like that anymore it's from muskegee also
0: he uh he worked in paris texas which i really only know from the movie i
1: thought you meant the band or the rap group
0: oh Yeah, I forgot that the rap group also uses Paris, Texas. Also, he had 11 children.
1: Okay, okay. He was fucking.
0: He had to arrest his own son for murder, Benjamin Benny Reeves? Dude, this sounds wild. I'm going to keep all these open. (laughs) Despite the perpetrator being his son, Reeves nonetheless insisted on the responsibility of bringing Benny to justice.
1: It hurts more when it's one of your own,
0: but you got to do it. He was once himself charged with the murdering of a posse cook. What's a, po- like, a criminal posse? He claimed that he shot him by mistake while cleaning his gun. Okay, I think he's gotta go to detention. He was acquitted for that, but that sounds like, uh, it sounds like he's, uh, clearly just was like, yeah, no, I wasn't pissed at him. Uh, No, yeah, he slept with my wife, but I I didn't even care. I mean, I think
1: off rip, I I was kind of ready to like, yes, the mustache is cool, but like, I don't know, man, I don't know what is cool about being freed and then becoming a deputy marshal.
0: Well, Oklahoma was a, uh, was a free state, right? So he wasn't chasing down escaped slaves or anything. He's still the police. He's still the police. You're you're just that anti-police. Yeah. I don't think we should uh, send every police officer to detention. Name one that you wouldn't. I don't know that many by name, to be honest with you. All
1: right. All right. What's the name I'm looking up?
0: Hypatia of Hypatia. Not of
1: Alexandria? No. Okay. Hypatia was a Neapolitanist philosopher, astronomer, and mathematician who lived in Alexandria, Egypt, and then in the Roman Empire. She was a prominent thinker in Alexandria, where she taught philosophy and astronomy. Although preceded by Pandrosanion, another Alexand- <coughs> Alexandrine female mathematician, she is the first female mathematician whose life is reasonably well recorded. Oh, damn, I got two female mathematicians in a row. Uh, is Chap GPT going woke on us? I feel like it is. Yeah, now it's going broke. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, many modern scholars believe that Hypatia may have edited the surviving text of Ptolemy's Almagest based on the title of her father Theon's commentary on the book uh of the Almagest. Um, so ancient philosophy, Neoplatonism. Uh, let's see. She was tolerant towards Christians and taught many Christian students. So that's cool. Uh and she was murdered. She was turned into a martyr for philosophy. Uh, After she was uh, murdered by a mob of Christians, uh, I guess due to her religious beliefs, even though she was uh, completely open to teaching Christians and had no ill will against them. Um, I think I got another flawless uh, queen with absolutely no (laughs) blemishes on her record.
0: I don't know. You wouldn't catch me getting murdered by a mob of Christians. Must have done something wrong. I think I could
1: see that happening. Actually, yeah, that does
0: seem like probably one of the most (laughs) likely ways I'll go. (laughs)
1: That seems like uh, pretty predestined. She was described as a universal genius, but was more of a teacher than a commentator or an innovator. All in all, she seems dope.
0: Yeah, if you have a page this long without a controversy section. Mm-hmm. And she was played by Lisa Kudrow in The Good Place. Oh, shit. I don't remember
1: that at all. I gotta go back and look at that. That's cool.
0: She was one of the few ancient philosophers of the show deemed as good enough to get into heaven. Damn. That's a deep cut from those writers. All right, no detention. Who do you have next, Jeffrey Epstein? Should I do another queen?
1: No, no, no. You should do whatever ChatGPT says to do next.
0: Well, I let it pick a bunch of random ones for me. Now, it seems to really have a preference for picking like mathematicians and scientists. I was trying to get to yeah. a little bit more- Scientists and engineers? Skip over some of those.
1: Um, Can you, did you say major historical figures or just historical figures?
0: I said historical and specifically said pick less. At first, you were just giving me ones we all use. So I was like, pick more obscure ones.
1: Mm. Oh, okay. That makes sense.
0: Uh, okay, next I got Rani Padmini. She was queen of the Muar kingdom of in present-day India uh, in the 13th to 14th century. Uh, several medieval texts mention her. There's one main story about her from a Jayesi text, about how she was an exceptionally beautiful princess. A ruler from the same era heard about her beauty from a talking parrot named Hiramon. After he went on an adventurous quest... He won her hand in marriage and brought her to his kingdom. Hmm. Classic boy meets girl. But then he was captured and imprisoned by Aladdin Kajil, the Sultan of Delhi. And while he was in prison, mm, she ain't loyal. The king of Gumhalanir uh, also became enamored with her beauty and proposed to marry her. Uh, he, Ooh, run, 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 the right? imprisoned husband, returned and entered into a duel was the new suitor in which they both died wait
1: <laughs> is that what happened in john wick i can't remember i guess that does
0: happen right and then the guy who arrested her husband her first husband aladdin laid siege aladdin. to her kingdom and so she self-immolated when they were at the gates of her city damn that's hard as because hell. by committing suicide she defeated his aim of wifing her and protected her honor
1: Wait, is this one of those things where he waged an entire war for one woman? Yeah.
0: That's pretty hard. I don't know. It didn't sound like she did anything wrong at this story. It seems like she was big chillin' and all these men around her were acting
1: (laughs) kind of crazy. I think that describes some of the best uh, stories from history.
0: Apparently the historicity around the event is that she really was a ruler and there really were these sieges of the kingdom. I assume the talking parrot part isn't, isn't true. That could happen. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't send her to detention. She seems cool.
1: All right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've only sent men to detention so far. I think. Uh, g- give me, give me, a, give me a baddie girlie. Give me a bad girlie, or at least from the sounds of it, a little baddie.
0: <sighs> the next woman is definitely not a baddie because it's another uh, Teresa. Oh, Ching She. You probably know her. She she always comes up as like a fun Reddit fact.
1: I do not. Oh, maybe. Uh, oh, the pirate. Yeah. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but was she a baddie or just a baddie? It was a Chinese pirate leader active in the South China Sea from 1801 to 1810. Uh, let's see spouses. She had multiple spouses. She was she had a criminal charge for piracy. Criminal status was pacified. What does that mean? Oh, amnesty. So she's been pardoned. Um, She had multiple children. That this is an extensive one. Uh, she was born to humble beginnings and married a pirate. Uh, after the death of her husband, she took control of his pirate ship and became a kick-ass pirate. Honestly, she's just Luffy. She's just female <laughs> she Luffy. She's just like Luffy. <laughs> she's just like Luffy, for real, for real. Um, let's see. Uh, she had a life after piracy. That's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people have that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it seemed like she just did a good job commanding a pirate vessel. And then... Oh, she did surrender. Okay. So, she did eventually lose. That's why she left. Um, Ooh, I don't like losers. Ooh. Or quitters. She died at 36. God damn, you really lived fast and
0: uh, hard in those days. (laughs) You haven't mentioned this yet, but it's a big fact everybody always mentions is that she had the largest pirate fleet ever. Like, she had a whole...
1: Oh, no, I didn't see that. Also, I think it was one of her sons or her husband who died at 36. She died at 68 or 69. Nice... Uh, yeah, yeah. She commanded 400
0: display. ships and 40 to 60,000 pirates. She was a goddamn institution. Damn. Um, I mean. Which at that point, it probably takes all the fun out of piracy. You're, you're doing, just doing more like crack- paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you run 400 yeah. ships and 40,000 pirates, you're more worried about you're their health, out, like, insurance health insurance. Than, insurance <laughs> yeah,
1: that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> than swashbuckling. You're not swashbuckling yeah, at not all swas- anymore. You, don't, you get barely any time to swashbuckle.
0: She probably did undercover boss just to get a little bit of time back, back out. On doing the- what she wanted to do most. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if you're smart, you, you delegate those tasks to other people, and it seems like she was smart. Um, I guess this goes back to what we've been discussing this whole episode, but is, is, is legality of the law morality? Do you give this person attention?
0: Yeah. I mean, can you be a pirate without committing immoral acts? Like, you can't be a pirate without you killing think she some was raping people, people, right? Fear is... <laughs> well, I mean, violence. I don't know, uh, it doesn't mention any sexual violence, but right, you have to at least, like, there has to be the threat of you're going to kill them if they don't give up their ship and just give you all the stuff on it. Yeah. And to create stick. that threat, you have to do it sometime. So she did commit violence. You think she did? Or do you think
1: it was like a Marilyn Manson situation?
0: Um... I don't, was Rico not a thing back then? She wasn't. <laughs> no, she wasn't she didn't culpable get young for thugged. telling people. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't well, get. She wasn't was, culpable right, for telling Charles other people. Charles
1: Manson did go to prison for orchestrating it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, Paul, you want to do yours and then wrap up?
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me ask ChatGPT for another one. The other two I have are another Greek ask poet Chat and then a
1: For a little stinker, even knows what that means.
0: Certainly. Here are a few more. Oh, he just did not. Uh, Chat GPT did not. Uh, even acknowledge the fact that I said and make some little stinkers. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I think that's all you have to do it.
0: Oh. Okay. Hedwig Kessler. Uh she was an Austrian-American actress and inventor who invented uh modern wireless communication technology. Holy shit. Uh there's vasily Arkhipov, uh a Soviet Navy officer. Uh t- there's Witold Pilecki, a Polish resistance fighter during World War II. Uh, who infiltrated the Auschwitz concentration camp to gather intelligence and we're gonna okay, I'm gonna tell them no, I said little stinkers.
1: <laughs> no, I said little stinkers. <laughs> okay, here's
0: a list of uh little stinkers we have to uh pick from. Ivan the Terrible, Vlad the Impaler, Genghis Khan, <laughs> Leopold the Second of Belgium, and
1: Joseph Stalin. <laughs> oh no, Chad <Chachi> is counter-revolutionary. <laughs>
0: I think I'm going to go back to the other list. Uh All right. Uh, I think I'll do uh, kh- Khutulun, okay. a Mongol princess. Ooh. K-H-U-T-U-L-U-N. I've never heard of a female Mongol leader. Everybody knows. There's one Mongol leader we all know outside of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all know <laughs> very little about Mongol history, but apparently they had princesses. And I don't know. In Mongolia, do they do the sound or is it just Khutulun? I don't know. She was a Mongol noblewoman. She was the daughter of somebody named Kaidu, the cousin of Kublai Khan, and both Marco Polo Ooh. and others wrote Marco Polo wrote an account of uh meeting her. Mm. She's remembered as a famous athlete and warrior. She <laughs> in Western depictions, she's often shown as a proud woman who finally succumbs to love.
1: <laughs> Ooh. So wait, she's a busy businesswoman who ends up finding love. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think she was the originator of that stereotype.
1: I mean, it doesn't seem like she did anything bad.
0: Yeah, she participated in Mongol military campaigns. Uh, she was trained in shooting, wrestling, riding since her childhood. She became a skilled warrior and defeated elite male warriors in traditional wrestling competitions. That's cool. Oh, uh, her husband was a handsome man who failed to assassinate her father and was taken prisoners.
1: Now that guy deserves detention for that. I'll say that. <laughs> Don't be trying to murder my dad. But other sources
0: say she fell in love with a Mongol ruler in Persia, so there's uh, disputing accounts of who her husband was. He sounds like a baddie. I would have sent her to detention
1: based on uh, what we've read. It doesn't sound like she did anything bad. I mean, I think... Um, okay, I think I have a pretty clear big fact no cap from that segment, which is women can do nothing wrong.
0: Yeah, my big fact no cap is, what, is ChatGPT woke just teaching us about all these strong proud women from history
1: Mm-hmm. and my no cap you know i don't think laws equal morality i know certain co-hosts on this podcast disagree with that but that's what i uh believe
0: all right sounds good <laughs> bye buddy
1: <laughs> all right bro